Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Manic Movie Misfits podcast. I am your co-host, El Juan. And I'm the other guy, Trevor. Oh, I'm really close to my mic. Oh, dang, I thought you better say chick. I was waiting for it, and I was no. just like, just disappointed. No. Awkward. Anyway, on today's Sauna Sunday episode, we're talking mostly Marvel. Yeah, mostly Marvel, but Comic-Con. Because of Comic-Con, but yeah. Comic-Con as a whole, I think we might talk about... I mean, I don't know, TJ's over here emceeing today's episode because... Yeah, I, I have all the topics because I'm the one who is following Comic-Con. Are you Jeff Goldblum in Thor Ragnarok? You're the I'm Grandmaster? I'm Grandmaster. Cool. Yes, or I'm Benicio and I'm the Collector in terms of... The Collector. Or of Comic-Con news. Comic-Con news. Technically, if we want to go even further, you're sort of Thanos, because you have, like, each... You could say each Infinity Stone is your topics there. Yeah. You've collected all your topics together. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess we can kind of just Yeah, we can just in. jump in. Okay. I'm going to start with some smaller stuff. Stuff that just kind of came out. Um, let's see. Oh, I guess we can... I guess we can start with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll start with that. Chris Pratt is ultimately playing. I mean, Chris Pine. Chris Pratt. What the hell? Marvel. Uh, yeah. Chris Pine is ultimately playing a different version of Kirk. Confirmed. Um, Pretty much. But with his way he seems to be acting in this film, humor-wise. Yeah. But overall, a really balanced initial impressions off the trailer. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen these trailers that we're talking about or events, go check them out first. Yes, do so. But my initial impressions off the trailer is a very well-balanced cast. Not one actor overshadows another. It's not like you have... I mean, obviously, Leonardo DiCaprio would never do a Dungeons & Dragons movie, but if Leonardo DiCaprio was Chris Pine's role. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. If it was headlined by someone super big, and then the rest of the people were a lot smaller. Exactly. They're all balanced, and they seem... When, when you include the trailer and how they interacted at Comic-Con on, like, the panel floor and yeah. with all the interviews, they seem like they have great chemistry together, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I everyone who's there seemed like they were, um, like, I, everyone who's in the cast seems like they know how to do, like, team ensemble movies and, like, they know how to do that kind of thing. Because, I mean, you have Chris Pine, who is in, like, Star Trek, you have Fast and Furious Lady, you have... Yes. Um. Well, Mich- Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. No, I guess well, I can say her name. I knew. I knew you. I knew you knew her name. I was yeah. laughing. It just like it's a fun nickname. But go ahead. Yeah. Um. You got Justice Smith. He's in Jurassic World. Um, TJ, don't forget the masterpiece that is Detective Pikachu. Don't you do it. Oh boy. Don't you do it, TJ. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then you got Sophia Lewis, who's in um, it. Like people like that who are just like consistently have like big ensemble movies that um. I mean, they they know how to bounce off of each other and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know about Renee John Page. I don't know much about well, him other than that he's in like Bridgerton. And so he knows how to do. He, we know he knows how to. I know he knows how to act, but I don't know how he does in like bigger settings. So I've never seen Bridgerton. I watched The Gray Man, and he's not really in the movie. Oh, was he not? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was mildly disappointed, but at the same time, I got it what I was expecting. Yeah, I've heard that movie is not necessarily all that special. It, I mean, it's it's your basic action movie with action that is sometimes so over the top it you zone out. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. I'm still gonna check it out with Will. Oh yeah, but Do, watch it. it. It's a fun time. Like I I rewatched parts of it with my parents the other night, and honestly, it's still super fun. I liked the they. Unfortunately, they gave away some of the best jokes I think in the trailer. What I think are probably some of the best jokes in the movie. But I like oh, the yeah. there's the 007 joke. Yeah. And then there's the, what is it, what is, what does Ryan Gosling call Chris Evans' mustache in the trailer? It's a... I don't remember. Trash dash or something like yes, that. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So a couple good jokes there. But anyway, that's that's not common. That's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. We, we can talk about that on another Son of Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, it looks fun. Looks fun. It just looks like it has a fun vibe that, with good action and stuff like good that. Good action. They they actually went to location, which was cool. I know they went to Ireland, Northern Ireland Ooh. for their stuff, which That's you cool. can see in some of the shots as well. Like when you watch when you watch the trailer, your one of your immediate reactions is, "Oh, that looks like that's an actual place because it is." Yeah. So anytime they do that, it's good. Great writers slash directors involved with this film. We're dealing with guys that wrote No Way or not No Way Home, Homecoming. Yeah, and. The, um, is it the producer that worked on Iron, the first Iron Man and other Marvel stuff? I'll see. 
there anyway these guys that are heading this this project have been on big stuff yeah. a lot of marvel stuff i know that i know we're dealing with um guys that have been on the first iron man homecoming dudes that wrote Hum- homecoming which tj and i both agree is a great marvel movie yeah it's still one of my favorites still one of tj's favorites i think it's, it really is one of my favorites too so yeah, you got a writer for homecoming you got chris mckay um yeah one of the guys wrote um horrible bosses so yeah you got some you got some big people in there mm-hmm. big writers and it is refreshing too yeah it's seeing something this big again i don't want to sound like what's what's what am i looking for here I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you don't want to make it sound like you're against Marvel so much. Yeah, yeah, but it, but you get what I'm saying. It's just yeah. it's cool seeing other franchises, other big other fantasy big yeah. science fiction entities getting their own Spot in the big sun. spotlight. Yeah, with the possibility of being as big as Marvel as the Marvel movies, as far as yeah, you know, um, coming out cultural impact yeah, or something doing their thing. along those lines. Yeah. Um, in terms of Star Wars news, uh, we got our first star for Acolyte. We did. That's right. Yeah. Is that the only news that came out from Star Wars from Comic-Con? Uh, for Star Wars, yes. Uh, Star Wars was weirdly silent during Comic-Con mm-hmm. um, because I, I don't even know what they were doing. They were somewhere. Well, they, they, they had they, an exhibit where they showed off a bunch of stuff, but like uh, they didn't show like any trailers or do anything like that. They didn't have a panel. True, but remember, they did have Star Wars Celebration. When was that? That was the summer. Was it really? Yeah. I can't remember. Because remember, that's where they, we talked about it, maybe even on the podcast, they they showed a trailer exclusively for the uh, audience or some clips about Mandalore. Oh, yeah, that was that was not too long ago. And yeah, apparently, yeah. Bo-Katan was on a throne. Yes, I remember that. That was a few months ago. That was like last month? Yeah, so that was basically yeah, that what was, they would have here. That was, yeah, that was, I almost said E3. Um... That was their Comic-Con panel, pretty much. Oh, you know what, TJ? Well, I don't know if we want to address this now. I'll address it later. Sorry, go what, ahead. What was it? Oh, I was just going to say, so before this this episode, TJ and I were talking about why they didn't mention anything about the holiday special or the very tight-lipped Halloween special. Oh, yeah. Or Armor Wars. <laughs> or Armor Wars. I'm wondering if they're going to do that at D, the next Disney thing. D23? Yeah. When is that? You want to look? Yeah. When I'll it, I think, D23. I think that's... I think that is in the next couple of months. D23 2022. Um, because it looks like it's in early September. Okay. September 9th through 11th. I wonder if they're going to do it then. Yeah, because um, they didn't mention anything about Armor Wars. Other that, There was some news that came about about it like not too long ago. Um, and... Yeah, then there's the holiday special and their weird Halloween special that no one has said anything about, but is still apparently coming out. <laughs> it's um, a thing, as far as we know. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, they didn't mention anything. Like, they didn't, not a word, not a, like a peep, which is really weird because, I mean, two of them are coming out within months, like half a year. And it was weird that not, not you know, like I said, not a single, like, word was like spoken and of their existence it's like it's almost like they forgot in a weird way um but yeah that would make sense that d23 because they need something to kind of kick that off other than they'll probably show some more black panther stuff and stuff like that and i wonder if they'll release at that time some trailers that we didn't get from the the world didn't get from comic-con yeah i I bet that's when we're probably going to get the ant-man trailer Mm. uh or something around that time uh, and then I could see um, probably the Marvels trailer, I think, coming out around. Um, or is, is the Marvels next? I can't remember. Well, uh, it's for movies. It's Wakanda Forever, and I think it's Ant Man. It's, it's Ant Man Guardians, and then the Marvels. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we might get like a Guardians like teaser kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Star Wars. But back to Star Wars. Yes. So, I mean, again, like you said, there isn't much to say. No. I like the the, the concept of Acolyte is interesting because we're dealing with pre-Phantom Menace stuff, right, with Sith. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it, it, and plus it seems like it's a, it just seems like a nice departure. Uh, it sounded like the, the person who was making it wanted to make something completely different. Which is what unanimously most Star Wars fans want. We're kind of, as a collective unit, yeah. wanting to see other things. And it's, and for I, the most part, Star Wars, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy, some of the big guys at Star Wars, Filoni, Favreau, I think know that. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a thing, but also I think it's not a thing. Uh, because I feel like the last time someone tried to challenge Star Wars, they got absolutely shit on. Cough, cough. Ooh. Uh, Ryan Johnson. The whole thing about him making The Last Jedi was he's like, I wanted to make something that was different for Star Wars and make something that was challenged you as a Star Wars viewer into making you look at Star Wars in a new way. And he did that, and it was the most decisive Star Wars movie of all time. And probably, I'd say one of the most decisive movies probably of all time. Yeah, but then he got his own trilogy, though. I Yes, but at the same time, I think the fan outlook... Oh, on, okay. on the movie itself. Um, not saying that like the movie didn't gross a bajillion dollars and the outlook of the movie of it trying to do something completely new was also, was either the greatest thing that star Wars could have done or was the worst start thing star Wars could have done. And I think that's, I, I, I think, but I think that was also like, it's a star Wars movie and it's not like its own. Um, like show where I feel like something like the Mandalorian can try and do something more like that. Uh, cause it, it has more, it's like, it's like the Marvel shows. It's, it has more free will to do kind of more obscure things. Cause it's less people are watching it. It's less of a big movie events. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's still interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that is, that is, I unfortunate when you see stuff, like The Last Jedi and Eternals have yes. that super decisive and unfortunate fan outlook because then, like you kind of alluded to, TJ, it sort of has these companies kind of crawl up in a ball and realize and kind of go away from creating new and things. different things. Yeah. But that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. What else What else was at Comic-Con, TJ? Uh, small things that I will kind of just rapid fire. Uh, we got a teaser for the new National Treasure series. Did you watch, like, it was like a 10-second clip? I did. If it doesn't have Nick Cage in it, I'm not, wa- well, it I might really watch cringy. it, but I, I'm not appeal, I, there's no appeal for me yeah. at all, if it's not Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, it looks really cringy. Like, the way they set up the, the thing made it look really just, like, the way they, <laughs> ed- the, the way they edited it was like, this is a thing of the past, and then the new hero's coming in, and she's going to be better than Nick Cage. And it was just like, oh, my God. No, you're not. It's Nick freaking Cage. Yeah. It's Nick freaking Cage, and you're dealing with movies that are f- the foundation of people's childhoods. Yeah. Like National me. Treasure is... And you. I think you, you, you watch them a ton, right, TJ? I watched the first one a bunch. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one that many times, but the first... I thought the second one was actually still pretty good, too. The second one is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, National Treasure is... I'd say it's... It's one of those movies that is so beloved. It's not the best critic critical movie, but it, as a, like as a like just a watch, it's so fun and a concept. Yes, and a concept. It, it's super fun and people adore it. Like it, I'd say it's one of those movies that it has such like a cult following and a, and a, and a like wide appeal from yeah. ch- children to adults even yeah. get engaged with it. I mean, my my dad showed me that movie and he was like, "This movie slaps," and I was like, "Okay, I'm like seven. <laughs> <laughs> Seven-year-old TJ is just looking up his dad like, what is this movie? Um, other small things. Oppenheimer got a, got his got poster. a poster. Yeah, it's gonna be good to have Nolan watching a Nolan thing. movie in the in on the big screen. Yes, with a big one. Dude, Nolan was going for Wes Anderson stacked casts. He's like, you know what, Nolan, or yeah. you know what, Anderson? All right, you have some stacked casts. Check this out. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm definitely excited for Oppenheimer. It looks pretty cool. Um, I mean, amazing cast. I think it I, it's a nice change of pace for him as well because it's more of like a slower biopic kind of thing. Mm. Or instead of like the thrillers he's kind of come to do in the last like 10 years. Um, so I, I'm definitely interested to see where like he kind of goes with a new change of pace. And I'm glad Cillian Murphy is finally 
the main character of one of Nolan's movies too because he's been finally in- headlining one after <laughs> 15 years. Jesus. Casually on the set of all of Nolan movie of all of Nolan's movies, Cillian Murphy is just in the background pleading to Nolan in between takes, "Give me my Give, give me, me my, my old movie. Let me still let me be the head yeah. the main guy in your one of your movies. Come on, man." Honestly. Uh other small things that uh I thought were interesting. They talked about the new, the first animated Avatar movie. Like the Right, um, how it's going to be it's about ba- Aang and the gang. Yeah. Correct. Aang and the gang, correct um which i i I think is a good place to start uh for those don't don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about avatar the last airbender the the show the um that was on nick Mm -hmm. like when we were kids uh that's another one of those things like um uh national treasure except it's considered an amazing show one of the goaded animated shows well i'd say yeah one of the most goaded animated shows i think it's one of the highest rated shows in imdb it's pretty goaded just in general. Um, they said that they were going to make some movies for it. Uh, animated movies, not more live action movies. Because the live action movie is... Wait, I thought they were live action. Mm, no. Because I thought they got like the they got like a small kid and stuff like that to do... Oh, no. Okay. So as of now, in terms of Avatar... Oh, God. Netflix is still apparently making a Last Airbender show that is live action. Oh, um what are we talking about we're talking about the 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 people who made the original show they opened it like an animation studio oh dope and they're gonna make like in the same style as like the, oh. the original show in cora they're gonna make like animated movies okay so these are gonna be probably good then yes okay uh the people who were originally working on the live action one for netflix which was supposed to come out by now we haven't heard anything because <laughs> okay. everyone dropped out and then it kind of just, it's been sitting in production limbo for like forever. And it's really weird. And if it's live action, it, it's already kind of have like a stigma of it being bad because the M. Night Shyamalan movie is god awful. No, 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 no. It's M. Night Shalamalama. M. Night Shalamalaman? <laughs> um, There's. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Uh, ra- my last kind of rapid fire thing is. um. I'm very excited for this show, but it's uh, The Sandman on Netflix. Yes, I've read the short story, and I've seen a YouTube stop-motion version of the short story. And it's a very disturbing short story, so I'm excited oh, yeah. for the show. Um, it, the show looks really cool. I like it's uh, It has like that kind of, like, it's a very grungy feel to it. And it's just, like, it, it seems really... It seems like Netflix is actually putting a lot of time and money into it. Dude, when, so I read the short story beginning of sophomore year this last year for one of my classes, and it is extremely disturbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you, um, you, you kind of have an idea on what it's about? A little bit yeah. here and there. It's if they – I can already tell they're kind of modernizing it and switching it up a little with appearances you know obviously yeah. short story is oh, a little yeah. older but if they kind of stick with the same concept hopefully it should hopefully be gory and give people nightmares because nice and violent nice and violent yes uh yeah i'm very excited this the trailer was really well done uh and it has i it looks like it had a, a good like well-rounded cast to it it's weird seeing DC's name on a project that's going up on Netflix, considering DC has HBO Max. Yeah. Um, Which I, that's, I don't know how the... DC. <laughs> speaking of DC. Um, hold on, hold on. Speaking of DC. Yes. Um, DC's Comic-Con panel sucked. I'm going to say it now. In terms of movies, at least. Do you like um, me just absolutely going off with the soundboard? Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Their 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 panel was really underwhelming. Um, because they didn't announce any like new movies or anything. They showed a trailer for Shazam. Which I mean, whatever. It's Shazam. It's a fun movie. It's dumb. It's fun. And I mean, the second one's going to be dumb and fun. And you're going to forget about the trailer in three days. Exactly. Uh, and then they had Black Adam, which was just as cringy as the first trailer. And it had 
It was the same trailer, just cut into one minute instead of two minutes. And it was, it was just, it was a very underwhelming panel. The only appeal to me in that entire movie, and this is because I'm a Bond fan, is Pierce Brosnan. That's pretty much it for me. Oh, for uh, Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. It's it looks like it takes itself a little too seriously, and I mean, I'm definitely interested to see um, Doctor. It's not Doctor Strange. It's um, Doctor Fate. Isn't on, that Pierce? Yeah, on the big screen and. Dwayne looks really cringy, and I can't wait to see that because I want to see. I want to cringe watching him. He's I literally cr- going to be. I always cr- cringe watching uh, the Rock movies because I find him very cringy. The one, the movies I will give him credit for though are the Fast and Furious movies. I yeah. actually think he has an interesting role in those films, purely yeah. from the standpoint that he kind of does add that counterweight to Dom. Yeah, which really no one else can yeah it, it it's weird to see over the course of those movies how much his character changes because in the first ones he's like he's very macho and then by the end he's he's like the biggest jokester of them all or he's one of them at least and he's always like memeing like like every other the rock movie while also still having that it, it's it's he's like gone from like polar opposites it's definitely interesting to see but you do admit he you do do you like him in those fast and furious movies though i think he's fine okay i i, I cringe less with him in those in movies. movies yeah i think i the, the movie i cringed the least at with him is uh fast five dude he genuinely i think has i mean we both agree that's the best fast and furious movie and oh, easily and he dude him and dom have that awesome fight too Oh yeah, like he he can. I would agree. He is the he is the best in that in that film. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, besides Pierce, that's pretty much all I'm interested in with that movie. And then Shazam, I still need to watch the first one. Yeah, but there You're was a stretch. There was a stretch there where I just did not watch DC movies because it was after Post Justice League. Yeah, I just kind of. Gave up. I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to focus on Marvel because Marvel is a bajillion times better right now than DC. Yeah, yeah I, uh, they definitely are. I, I, I think DC has some, uh, they have some interesting ideas with their movies, but they're ultimately, uh, I mentioned this to you earlier. They're either really bad and cringy or they go under the radar and then like the, it's really weird. Like all the and then they ones. come out with the Batman, which is one of the greatest. A lot so, of people yeah. are hailing as one of the greatest comic book movies in the last twenty years. Yeah, which is has merit. There is merit to that. Totally, I mean, fair. we love that. I movie. totally agree. It's it's both. TJ and I had literally sent text messages to each other less than a week ago. We were talking about our top three or whatever comic book movies, favorite comic book movies of all time, and both of us had that movie in there. Oh yeah, it, it it's so well done. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you're right though. It's it's that movie, and then there's 2016 Suicide Squad. It's yeah, it's just you. Ha- yeah, you you have either um, you have the Batman, which is an anomaly for them, uh, in ter- at least for now, modern DC. I'd say there's uh, there's anomalies in terms of the Suicide Squad and mm-hmm. the Batman, which are decently well done movies. Decently to like really actually genuinely really good. Actually, I like both. And notice too how those movies feel like they have their own tone. Notice yes. that too. Yeah. Compared to the rest of the DCEU. Yeah. And then the the other things for DC are they're either criminally underrated and actually pretty decent, like uh, Birds of Prey and stuff like that, where it's like mm-hmm. they're, they, they have that feel of ones that are big, but they're like no one watched them. And then there's, DC does no advert. I don't mean to yeah. just throw this out, but I, cause it, it just triggers me every time I think about it. They just do no advertising for that movie. I always throw it out there because it just, it just disturbs both of us. Yeah. It, it, it's really weird to think about that. That movie has like no following because they've had, they, they made no effort to actually advertise it or all the movie that all the movies that they do advertise end up not being that good. Uh, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman two, uh, stuff like that. Where it's like it's really cringy and it's bad. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right, we got a few more things. Okay, uh, John Wick four. 
Yes, they released a short, what would you call it, a short teaser? Yeah, it's like a minute. Looks um, absolutely epic. Oh, yeah, it looks just as crazy and fun as the other ones. Color palette going off. Which they've kind of... That's one thing that John Wick's always done. Really that's what well. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen the the three, the the trilogy, I guess, the yeah, current trilogy. The original trilogy. Yeah. But I, I kind of remember that as they do really have some good color palettes. Oh, yeah. Specifically, I think of... I want to say it's the end of three where they are trying to get John Wick in the hotel. Yes. So, yeah, the end of three, there's some great moments in... Two, which is my favorite so far, Same. and I think is the best of the three. I think so too. The, dude, the the homage to Enter the Dragon with the mirror scene, Super brilliant. Cool. Yeah, they just yeah they yeah. they know what they're doing. Was they're it the fun. Wachowskis? No. Or what am I thinking? What, uh, what am I thinking that? It's Chad Szyzykinski. I don't remember his last name. It's something like that, right? Who worked he, on the Matrix? And the Wachowskis were the ones that directed the Matrix. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's why I get that confused. But they they know. See, the thing is, they always have direction. Those films, they know yeah. what they're doing. So I don't expect anything yeah. less than what we got with the other three. Yeah, Keanu and uh, the director and all the people involved, they know what they're doing. They know how to make a big, crazy, fun movie. And uh, I think it's not going to be nothing short in the last few that and they they're making. Gained some some quality actors too. They got one of the Skarsgårds. They have. Did they really? Yeah, I think it was Bill Skarsgård was in the trailer. Donnie oh, Yen. Was... Yeah, Donnie Yen. Um, I mean, they've gotten uh, Lawrence Fishburne in the last few. I think it's. Let me look. Oh, look. Um, yeah, they've gotten some. The one guy who's a scorpion in Mortal Kombat, he's in it. Uh, it, look, it looks crazy. Um, yeah, Scars. Yeah, he is. Which so he's is? in the trailer, John John Wick trailer. Who is Bill Skarsgård? Bill Skarsgård. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's in it. He was. He was. I don't know. He looked like. He looks like he's some businessman. He doesn't look like he's a hitman. He looks like he's doing something. Trying to take Wick or something. Because the yeah. end of... Well, actually, we don't want to spoil the end of that movie. Yeah. Watch John Wick. It's awesome. John, watch John Wick. It's awesome. Okay. Last trailer, Lord of the Rings. Yes. We just watched it. Or you just watched it. I watched it for the third time. <laughs> Correct. I love... More and more these days, I love when television shows and m- movie franchises, which we're going to get to one that now has a plan, just... Came out with another plan. Yeah. I love when they make plans because mm-hmm. you feel like you're in safe hands. Yes. And the ring of power, is it, what is it? Is it the rings of power? What is I think it? it's the rings of power. They ha- have a plan. And when I when I find out that they're going to do five seasons and even you said, gee, they know what the ending shot is going to be or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. When they get that into the nitty gritty with the ending and when I see this trailer that came out that is exploring all these different avenues and all these different new characters for us and kind of laying little groundwork, obviously, because they have two and a half minutes or whatever the trailer is, three minutes. When you when you include all that, I am... I feel like we... I'm, I'm ready to go on this journey. Oh, yeah. I'm, I am incredibly excited for the, uh, the new Lord of the Rings show. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Um... It looks very ambitious. It looks crazy. It just—it looks like it's going to be a good time, as a, for be, just Lord of the Rings fans in general and just film people because it looks just so well done. All right, now we hit the Marvel section of our podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll say one more thing about oh, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Okay. I'm also glad that they're not that they're using the same formula that made the original trilogy so successful was going to location, yes. spending the money. I mean, this is the most expensive television show of all time. Yeah, now it is. And or is it Stranger Things? I don't know. It's still it's war, it's worth the rings. Lord of the rings. Going to location. They're doing the they're doing their work. Doing their work. You you know it's when they do that kind of stuff, it's and they're using the formula of the old uh, movies. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Marvel. Now, into Marvel. Into Marvel. Um, before the MCU, 
uh, early on Friday, they had an animation thing. And so I kind of took notes on some of the stuff there. Uh, we got a trailer for the new Groot show thing that's happening. You... It's just going to be a very yeah casual sort of... Yeah, it's like five Okay, shorts. I'll like watch a, it, whatever. but whatever. Fine. Yeah, I, I didn't... I, oh, I excuse me. It. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. So anyway... Yeah. We were talking about the <laughs> the Groot. The Groot. <laughs> the Groot show, and I just wanted to... Show your Groot socks. Groot socks. Can I don't know if they can see that. I hope they can. I don't know. I'm kind of in the center of the... Oh, my God. ...thing there. So there's Groot. Yeah. He's mad chilling. You Hopefully you can see that. But anyway, let me get out of this extremely awkward position here. Yeah. Uh, I honestly do not care about this show. Um, I don't either. I, I think... And I'm a Guardian. I'm a big Guardians fan, but I yeah, I don't. I think it'll be a fun evening watch. Past that, I do not literally care about it at all. It's probably going to be one of those things where you watch it, and then a week later, you just kind of... You forget it. Forget about it. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I think is going to happen for me. Although it is going to have Bradley Cooper's rocket, supposedly, so that might be interesting, but... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but we got a new... Uh, they said that What If Season 2 is coming early next year, uh, and they yes. already ordered a Season 3. TJ, you told... I watched the episodes that you recommended yes, as I, far as some of the better stuff, and I thought that was... It, I don't think it was peak Marvel. It's it, it's it's some pretty peak Marvel. Okay, yeah, that's... It's peak, getting there. I will say it's, for me, it's peak TV show Marvel. Which yes. I guess you're with Loki, it is kind of... That is pretty I, good I'd Marvel say, stuff. I'd but. say most of it's pretty good. I I um, I um, liked What If for the most part. There were some episodes that I thought were hot garbage. Cough, cough, the Thor one. That episode is... That, I think that episode gave me heart palpitations. I'm not looking forward to watching that one when I do. Oh, no, it's... It's rough. I I hated it through and through. Um, but when it's when what if does what it does best, uh, like the Doctor Strange episode. That's fa- that episode's fantastic. Oh, dude, it's amazing. And I love. I just yeah, you go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, like stuff like that, and like the T'Challa Star Wars one, where it's like it's just having fun. Oh yeah. Oh, I want to watch. Do you haven't seen that one? No. The reason I say oh yeah is because I I did see him in the other one that you recommended me where oh, they yeah. team up. Yeah, the ending one. Yeah. Um, that episode is super fun. Um, I love the dystopian vibe. I think it's that one that starts out with Clint and Natasha on their own. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's the Ultron one. Yeah. That's like episode eight. Yeah. Um, love that. When What If is real, well, like when it wants to be good, it's really good. But it does have its like rough spots. Like some of those episodes aren't amazing. They're not bad by any stretch, but except for the Thor one, I... I cannot defend that episode at all. <laughs> um, we should also shout out in the What If series, um, Felix guy. Yes, um, uh, Jeffrey Wright. Correct. He's a great narrator. Um, really liked him. I, he, you're right. He's a good moderator. Good narrator. Yeah, he, he's a cool background episodes. character. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely excited for season two. I want to see what they bring in some of the weird ideas. I think I heard that the new season is going to deal with a lot with more like new characters and stuff like that. Cool. So I'm like, okay, bring in some Shang-Chi, so like stuff like that. Speaking of Shang-Chi, uh, zombies. Yes. Marvel's Disney Plus's first, I think, uh, MA, MA rated original. original television show. Cause obviously they put on daredevil, but that was Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I am very excited for this show. Um, I remember you texted me and you were, I am immediate reaction. Very excited. I am so excited. It looks like they're doing a zombie show, right? They're not holding back for gore or anything. They're going to go for it. And I like that it, a lot of the heroes that they're adding are a lot of new heroes. Uh, you got Shang-Chi, the death dealer was in there. Mm. Um, you got Kate Bishop, you got Jimmy Woo. He's going to be one of the characters. Dude, I am here. Jimmy Woo is... Wait, he is... Is he Wong? Wait. No. Oh, no, no, no. no. He's uh, he's uh, Randall Park and... Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But can I also just shout out real quickly? I mean, I know we're probably going to talk about She-Hulk for at least a second. Oh, yeah. Can we just talk about Wong's supremacy for a second? Dude, he goes hard. 
or, or sorry, we'll talk about Wong's supremacy later. TJ, you finish yeah. your your bit here. So, uh, the heroes that they announced are they're going to be in Marvel Zombies: Miss Marvel, Jimmy Woo, Yelena, Kate Bishop, Red Guardian, Shang Chi, Katie from Shang Chi, and the Death Dealer. And the zombies that they announced: uh, Scarlet Witch is returning, Captain America, Hawkeye, Abomination, Ghost, Captain Marvel, Icarus, and Yoki. Icarus, interesting. I was. As soon as I read Icarus as zombie, I was like, hell yes. They're, ad- they're addressing the Eternals outside of the Eternals. Interesting. Yeah. It, 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 it it seems like such as like a fun idea. It, I think it's for like all the people that really enjoyed like the zombie aspect of the zombies episode. I think it's going to go hard in that. Just like weird dystopia kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. And the gore will definitely add to that. Yes. <laughs> Tease over in the corner. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I'm just going up my list. So uh, next was Spider-Man freshman year. Yeah, I. I'm a lot more interested after Comic-Con. Okay. I'm still sort of mad with it, but. I Yeah, I think I like the idea of it more after Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, because before Comic-Con, I, I knew it existed and I thought it would just be like a really cringy just show uh but it looks like they're going like 60 style comic animation Mm. um and they're bringing in like norman it's it's like its own thing it's like zombies um they're bringing in norman osborne and uh some like definitely some different like side villains and stuff like that and it it just looks like a fun spider-man show that like uh it's it's gonna do like what homecoming did but like animated and a little different, but uh, it it looks fun. I'm 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 here for it. And they're basing it off of Homecoming, correct? I don't think I don't know. I thought oh, I thought that was the whole thing is they were kind of basing it on the vibe of Homecoming. No, I th- I think it's the vibe of Homecoming and kind of like that like awkward high school kind of thing. But I think they're changing up a lot of the story stuff. Oh, okay. So, um, I mean Norman's showing up. You got Daredevil showing up. I think Doctor Strange is too. Uh, Daredevil literally showing up in everything in existence. It seems that is Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Now that now that they uh, have the ability to, they're going to do it all the time. Um. But yeah, it 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 looks. I like the style of it. It looks kind of cool. I'm here for. I'm definitely interested to see where it goes next. I'm, I will say it's. It's. I think it's one of my bigger bigger surprises from Comic Con because I was. I, I once I saw like those photos, I was like, this is actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely interested to like see where it goes for next. All right, TJ, we should get to the bigger stuff now. So, okay. if there's anything else you want to yes. list, the last uh, animated show is X Men '97. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started this in in hype. It's it seems fun. I've seen I saw several episodes as a kid, but I have I had never seen this show. It, it's very it's essentially. I, the thing I can equate it to now is it's just G.I. Joe, but with X-Men. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Cause it's, it satisfied me as a kid, and it probably would still satisfy me now. I need, oh, I need to watch it because they're doing a sequel to it. Yeah, it's like a sequel show kind of thing. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks like they people who love the original show making the new one. Looks like it's going hard. Uh, MCU. I guess I should be rushing into this now. Um, yeah, so we have about, just FYI, we have about 15 minutes for this. 15 yes okay i'm just gonna go down the list in terms of time or when they're releasing and then we can talk about what we want to talk about yes I, okay. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna mention the i the the basic like run through of what kind of each thing happened so okay. she hulk which comes out next month got a trailer and this is then this is still phase four this is still phase four black panther which is the end of phase four we got a trailer we got a poster we got some teases for characters some confirmed characters uh stuff like that Ant-Man, which is the first thing of Phase 4, or Phase 5, sorry. Uh, they got a special look. Comes out of February next year. Quantumania is Quantumania. the name. They're going, again, you list, and we'll, yeah, then yeah. we'll talk I'll, about I'll get there. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, special Invasion is comes out next spring. S- Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, sorry. Uh, Guardians 3 comes out next May, uh, and they got a bunch of stuff for that at Comic-Con. Uh, Echo, the new series, comes out in summer of next year. Same with Loki season two. The Marvels comes out in July. Blade comes out in November. Ironheart comes out in the fall. Uh, so fall 2023. Yeah. 
And then that series and the new Agatha show comes out. And then that one comes out in the winter. So that's kind of. I'm honestly. I have. I literally might have no hype for the Agatha show. I'm interested to see what it is and how it ties into everything. Okay. Because considering they're putting a lot of emphasis on it, it has to have some sort of interesting thing about it that like gonna draw everyone in i but like at the same time compared to a lot of these other ones it's 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 the it's it's the it's the thor it's the thor thumb oh it is it's the one that doesn't exactly fit that and like echo uh but i think echo fits a little more because i think um, i think it's supposed to be more daredevil universe sort of realm have, have that more like spy kind of hawkeye kind of uh path that's because some of that's going with mm-hmm. i got a few more uh yes. daredevil which comes out in spring of 24 born again born again with its 18 episodes i was waiting when i heard that sorry you finish yeah i, I keep, I, I only have I a keep few wanting more. to i keep biting at Bad biting at the bits yes uh captain america 4 aka new world order comes out in may of 24 thunderbolts which will eight end of phase five comes out in july of 24 Fantastic Four starts Phase 6, and it comes out in November of 24. And then, hold on, hold on. Oh, and then our final two. Hold on. Wait, what am I looking for? I don't know. Nope, that's nope. not it. That's not it. What am I looking for? Sorry, you just go ahead. Okay. Uh, we have two Avengers movies coming out in the same year. Uh, we got Kang Dynasty and uh, Secret Wars. What, uh, the first one coming out in May, and then the second one coming out in November. Yes. This is the multiverse saga. Um, it's insanity. It is. And obviously the biggest takeaway is Marvel finally has a plan again. Yes, we are yes. back to... Yes. I, yes. I, I had a feeling that they already had a plan, but at the same time, this area feels a little aimless. Um, what, sorry, what, do you, what feels a little aimless? I feel. I said I feel like they have like at the current moment they have a plan. Oh but at yeah. The same time it, it it feels like it's meandering a little bit too much. Well, I think Thor is the best snapshot of that because yes, w- yeah. it, What was that movie? I mean, looking back, looking back at it after several weeks, yeah. Where what was that contributing to? I yeah. Where it, was it going? How was it trying to build the Thor character? Well, at the moment, the thing about like a lot of these Marvel movies is that they're setting up so many paths for characters. How are they all going to bring it all into the new thing? Or like, like finish it all up with secret wars. How is this all going to finish? Um, like we have all these like new paths. Like we have uh, the whole magic area with Dr. Strange and Wanda, and we have the spy stuff with like, captain america the new captain america and um and yelena and stuff like that then we have the eternals and then we have like the shang chi bit and then we have multiverse and we have like all this i mean that actually the, the magic and the, the multiverse kind of merged but like at the same time it, it, it feels like there's they're setting up so many paths that are going so many different places that it's gonna be weird to see them all converge back into one point at this point and Thor has nothing to do with any of the other ones. Yeah. Because, like, Thor was its completely own new path that it somehow created, which I didn't think was possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's uh, focus on, obviously, the stuff that just came out. Yes. Yes, they finally have a plan. And now I think you and I can both agree we are confident in where Marvels is going because when they have a plan, yes. it works. Yeah. And when they have an endpoint, they know how to get there. They know how to get there. They'll round it out in a way that actually makes sense. They round it out. Now they know where the pieces are going to fit in. They know how certain movies are going to interact with, with others. That's what was so great, right? About those yeah. first, what is it? Three phases? Yeah. First three. Well, yeah. Is, yeah. Phase three, like specifically. like They, they knew how this Thor movie was going to contribute to infinity war. Yeah. And how, how I was going to lead into infinity war. The like seemingly randomly. secluded Thor movie, how it was going to interact with earth basically, or yeah. the rest of the rest of the Avengers, how that Thor, sort of thing, Ant-Man and Captain Marvel were all going to converge into an Avengers movie. Yes. Um, 
and but seemingly also tying in like aspects of like Doctor Strange and uh Guardians and uh like Captain America Civil War. Like I that, that was one thing why like when I was like younger I was like how the hell are they going to go from like Civil War to Infinity War? And then it happened and I was like <laughs> yeah. What? So we start out with we'll just go to to phase 5 cuz yeah, that's really where it really the the plan kicks off pretty much because yeah. phase four is sort of still it, it's wackiness we, but we're gonna get to well actually before we do there go there let's talk about black panther man dude black panther goes hard wakanda forever trailer is dare i say incredible oh it's phenomenal it, the way the li- the lack of dialogue the just some of the the unique shots that they decide to place in there yeah it, it, it makes it look super cinematic um and, and i think the music they use for it how it like it, it transitions for it's like it's somber kind of song uh into like i mean the, they the thing about black panthers they always use kendrick lamar and it faded into kendrick lamar music and i was like okay this is very fitting and it works <laughs> um it looks beautiful oh my gosh it beautiful the what struck me immediately was the cool earthy color palette with that the kind of the the dirt and yeah. the white clothing that where they were doing that the dance, dance. oh it's so cool and you're right it has that it, it, it just looks it looks so refreshing and we yeah. get namor finally which has been teased all the way back to iron, iron man, man 2. 2 yeah that's crazy yeah his reveal in the trailer was cool too mm-hmm. yeah the whole thing about like atlantis and all that it just it looks cool it 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 looks it just it feels cool it's and it's giving definition you can already tell this movie's giving definition to wakanda because yes. before it was just like oh hey it's, it's wakanda we have vibranium and it's kind of epic <laughs> but <laughs> but now it's yo there's namor who's your neighbor yeah and namor the neighbor namor the neighbor <laughs> And they're, it seems like they're getting a lot more into the politics, too, yes. of the politics of of Wakanda and yeah. the aftermath of all these deaths. And and obviously, you can tell they're going to do a great homage to Chadwick. It's going to be oh, great. Yeah. Rest in peace. What a guy. What a guy. You know, in the past, I have had my gripes with the Black Panther movie, but never with Chadwick Boseman's performance. He... He's oh, yeah. a top three superhero for me. He always ha- – well, just Black Panther in general has been a top oh, yeah. three superhero for me. And he – he his his performance was rock solid. I mean you oh, knew yeah. when he was on screen, your your eyes immediately went to him. Oh, yeah. He killed it. Yeah, he, he was always it. one of the better parts of Marvel, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, especially in like that later bit where he truly becomes well, – I mean he, he, he was like a big character through phase three. I mean, they introduced him in like the first big movie, and he almost and he who's who does whose ass does he kick? Doesn't he kick Captain America's ass almost, or is it who is it Winter Soldier? Both, both, dude. His interest is great. Into the he f- kicks everyone's ass at one point, pretty much in that movie. <laughs> yeah, which is justifiable if you know about Black Panther the comics. I mean, the dude is a literally a he's, he's a, awesome. He's awesome, but yeah. so but, we'll get a great homage for him. Yeah, and I. I I kind of was speculating this too. We both were. I think we even talked about this in a recent episode. This movie has a chance to be one of the best Marvel movies, honestly, ever. Yeah, in general. It. it, it I, I. That's one thing I really liked from this trailer is it looks amazing. It feels amazing. It. It. It just. It, it feels unique. Yes, it feels like it knows what it wants to be. It. It feels like it has that identity, and that it's going to go hard with that identity. Um. And I, I I think it's gonna go with a lot of motion. It's gonna it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a ride, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Um, uh, there was something I was gonna say. I can't remember. There has been there has been talk about oh the 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 ocean people look like the people from Avatar. Well. I was gonna say I got some Avatar vibes from that trailer. Well, you did, but, but also people should know that Namor came out yeah. a bajillion years be- before the, well, yeah. the Avatar movies. Well, yeah, I, came out. But that's, well, that's what I was gonna say. I, was, I, I, I got Avatar vibes from it, but I kind of like that. Oh, oh, me too. I kind of love it. There was something about like watching that trailer and like 
the Avatar vibes kicked in, and I was like, oh my god, I love this instantly even more than I already did. Yeah, it, it, it brings... De- yeah, go ahead. It, 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 it makes it look... It, it's going to be like a cool visual. Like It's going to make Black Panther look even cooler than it already did. Because, uh, I mean, even the first Black Panther movie, minus the ending CGI disgusting battle you know, at the train, that movie looks really cool. I... That was one that I I thought was a lot. I get through like rewatch and stuff. I've liked the, like the look of it just a lot more. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Um, and I think they're going to up that to with uh, like twofold with this. one. I think they will too. And I also get the sense that it's going to be more complicated than yes. other. Marvel movies, movies and especially the first Black Panther, and I'm here for that too. Yes. I'm down to actually get a little bit more sophisticated and yes, people having to actually pay attention more, and I'm always here for that. So yeah. I think we're going to get it with this considering, the first of all, great acting and emotion from that ending speech that wh- – mm-hmm. what's her name, TJ? Who's that, who's that actress? Oh, God. I can't remember her name. I she's the She's the mother, yes? Yeah, the mom. Uh, and she's been around, I think she's, she was in the first one. But what a great way to end the trailer. Oh, yeah. And, and bring, because you, you have all this hype, and then from, you, you start with a strong emotion with the dance. Yeah. And the, sort of this, this, the mini homage, get some beautiful shots, get some more mysterious hype with these sort of, the, these soldiers, and they're trying, they're breaking into yeah. something it looks like, and you're what's going on? And then you go back to hardcore serious black everything's falling apart my fam she's like my family is literally dying because they are her husband and then her son dies imagine what that would do to you and so it seems like that's gonna be drawn out and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be an event yeah i'm very excited um moving on we can talk about quantum mania yeah okay we don't have much time until we have to leave but Yes. Yeah, so um, by the way, we're seeing Nope. Yeah, we're seeing Nope. That's why we're going to end this podcast yeah. here shortly. And we, we'll talk about that on Asana Sunday or have its own episode. We, yeah, we'll, we'll figure, figure that out. out. What else do we want to talk about? Um, Guardians 3 Guardians has, some, has some promising stuff to it. I said before, I love those movies. And I think this third one is going to be the best of the bunch. Mm, I think yeah. when you add in Will Poulter, is that his name? Yeah. As Adam Warlock, who is that is already a strong villain in the comics. Yeah, and I heard he worked his ass off. Yeah. Well, I I don't I, I think he might I don't think he's the main villain of the movie. Is he not? I don't think so. I because he he's also a hero. Um, oh. Yeah, because because he's one of the guys who originally kicks Thanos's ass. Oh, I didn't know royally that. Royally in uh in the comics. Okay. Well, anyway, you have him. Still yeah. strong character though. Nonetheless, what? Well, yes. Who knows what to do with him? And then what I'm really interested in is the way they bring resolution to the characters that yeah. we've come to love. Well, yeah, uh, and, and I, it, I think it's going to be like a resolution, but also I think it's also another like kicking off point because like I think they said that uh, this is the last movie where the Guardians are together, but I don't think it's the last movie with the Guardians. Okay. Um, at least that's what I heard like a long time ago, like when they were first writing it. So. Uh, I'm definitely interested to see where they leave things off. And I think it's a good point now to bring up that I personally want this to be the last film with the Guardians. Because I want James Gunn to end with his, essentially his baby. Because he was the one that went to Marvel and pitched this to them when they were filming Iron Man 3. And it's his his creation. He should start it. He should end it. So this should be... His if last. it's his vision, which it is, he said, this is how we always intended to end it. Mm-hmm. This should be the last Guardians movie. Yes. Um, yeah, he's he's one of the only Marvel directors to finally, like, get his vision across. Uh, He'll be the like, second, is that correct? He'll be the third, because Peyton Reed, didn't he do the first, didn't he do the other two? Yeah. Ant-Man's? Uh, Peyton Reed. Uh, yeah, because John Watts is the first. Peyton Reed... I guess, because, like, I mean, for the first part. I know, there's the Edgar, are you talking Ed, about, are you referring Edgar to the Edgar Wright, Wright thing? Yeah. Okay, Edgar well. Wright slash, but Peyton Reed, I mean, he directed the rest. He technically, di- he did, he just doing the last two. So, I mean, he's, like, mostly there. So, I mean, you give it to him, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and then. I guess if we want to, 
we'll put it this way. Truly, yeah. truly, from start to finish, he is the second. Yes, start to finish, he is number two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but there, uh, I'm definitely interested to see where it goes. And I and I think it's going to be darker too because it's going to deal with a lot with Rocket's backstory, mm-hmm. which we it, we if there's any truth to how horrific just his back looks yeah how scarred it is mm-hmm. and how much of an emphasis was placed on it right when when star lord first looks at it in the first one in the first one and realizes dude this guy's had some messed up history yeah it's i think it's gonna be darker than yeah. than expected i mean it'll still have the guardians amazing soundtrack and have that their the banter that everyone loves between them and yeah. rocket yelling at star lord and yeah stuff th- like that but I, yeah i think like the first bit and probably maybe like most of the last bit will have that kind of vibe but i think it'll hit like a solid chunk in the middle where i'll get it'll it'll it might get a little darker um and i i, I think that uh two occasionally does that with like some of its because it, it, it kind of gets, like, monologue at points. There's some mm. parts where it's, like, uh, like, Drax has, like, some, or not, like, it's not a monologue, but, like, he, he has, like, some deep moments, and you're like, what? <laughs> this is a Guardians movie? Um, and I, might I add, now, again, I'm slightly biased because I love the movies, but I thought they were good. I, I did, I did like that change I, from the, uh, from the first one. Yes, I, I like Guardians 2. I, I think Guardians 2 is a great movie. Um, yeah, I. I think that's one of the things I do like about it most uh, is like it's it's change of pace. It sits down with the characters. It sits down with the characters. It 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 vibes a lot more, um, and it it gets, some parts of it are a little more deep. And I think it's I like that. Mm-hmm. That's, and I I think it's a beautifully made movie. Yeah, in terms of like cinematography and stuff like that, color palette, amazing, primo. What we should end on because it's what ends the. The so- the multiverse saga is, is Kang. Oh yeah, because he's a, a big part. He is the villain in Kang the Conqueror. Specifically, is is the villain in Quantum Mania, mm-hmm. and is going to be the the many variants of Kang. Yeah, is going to be the villains, I guess. Yeah, um, of this saga because literally the last two the sec- the first of the last two movies is Ka- the Kang Dynasty. Yes. First of all, great pickup. With Jonathan Majors, I think he's going to do a fantastic job. Oh, I've he's already, already great. even his little bit in Loki was fantastic. Uh, he, you can clearly tell he has that sort of chaotic energy as a human being that is perfect for portraying oh, yeah. multiple beings. Uh, Kang the Conqueror is my all-time favorite Marvel villain. I love his costume in the comics. I think he's super interesting. So I think he, it is well-deserving with his with the emphasis that he has in yeah. the comics and his abilities. He is well-deserving of being the main villain of an entire saga. Yes. I I can't wait to see what happens with that character and where they place him. Yeah, he he's definitely one of the ones I'm... I mean, considering he's like the next big Thanos-style character... Uh, I'm definitely interested to see how they place him, uh, how he's kind of built up. Because, I mean, they've already included him a lot more than they did Thanos, like, in his early stages. Because, I mean, they didn't... Thanos didn't do a single thing until Infinity War. In, in terms of, like... Yeah. In terms of, like, being on screen, he shows up for, like, two scenes in Avengers, one, the post credit scene of uh, Age of Ultron, and then he's gone. He's in Guardians. The Is first Guardians too. He's in the okay. first Guardians. Okay, yeah. Because he sends Ronan. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in terms of like that kind of thing, he doesn't do much. He's kind of just there. Mm-hmm. Um, All we know is that he wants the Infinity Stones. Yeah. He he's he's after something big, and then later it's the Infinity Stones. Um, and he, I mean, for a long time he was like the, he was like a big mystery character, and then Infinity War like they truly like make him a thing. Kang, he's already had more screen time than like, um, than Thanos did, and, and it's in one episode of Loki. And considering he's gonna have his, be the villain of another movie, and then two more movies, it, it's it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I'm uh I'm very excited for Kang. I think he's gonna be a fun addition to like the big big series villains like Thanos. Um, and I, I mean, Jonathan Majors has a lot to bring. I'm excited to see him in Ant-Man and Avengers and all those, uh, 
crazy movies. So, And I think you bring up a really good point, and this is what I want to end on, is I'm glad to see him more involved yes. in these movies because we're going to see his variants. We're going to see just how powerful he is in all these different yeah. movies and make him more intricate and more important and have more emotion in all these characters because they've experienced him before. Yeah. 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 So anyway, on that note, we are going to end things. Yeah. And we, it was a wild, busy Comic-Con for Marvel. Absolutely stole the show by far. Oh yeah. And stole this podcast. Yeah. Between (laughs) Um, the two panels, they, uh, they destroyed. They destroyed. Yeah. So without further ado, we will end this thing. Next episode is probably going to be on Nope. We will see, but we're going to watch that hype. Jordan Peele, what a guy. And yeah, I think we'll catch them on the next episode of the Magic Movie Misfits podcast. Right, TJ? We'll see you later. All right. Peace.